your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Limerick woman Carol Liston O'Connor was experiencing unusual symptoms which led to a diagnosis ultimately of motor neuron disease. There are around 450 people living with MND in Ireland with an estimated 140 people in Ireland diagnosed annually and the mother of five joins me in the studio now to talk about it and uh, Carol is joined by her husband Liam as well and you are both very welcome to the studio. Thank you very much for uh, coming in. Um, Carol, talk to me about what you started to notice then and, and how it led to the diagnosis. Okay, I suppose the easiest way to explain where I was at. In 2018, Liam and I probably had one of the best years of our lives. We... um together cycled the ring and carry. We won the All-Ireland and then everything was brilliant. We had three healthy children. We were on the top of the world. 2019, I had my twin boys, Paddy and Mikey, and then I lost my mom. Two weeks after having the boys. And then um, we hit into like COVID and I was at home with the kids all day, every day. And by 21, things were starting to not feel right. I was very tired and... I was beginning to struggle to do normal things. Picking the boys up off the floor, playing in the yard with the kids. Um, like I'm, I played sports all my life and I was struggling to puck a ball across the yard. I could not kick a ball out of my hands. Little things, but like they weren't making sense. By the following summer of 22, I was falling. Silly stuff like I could be anywhere. And next thing is I'm on the ground. And by the end of that summer, jobs like peeling a pot of potatoes, could take me a half an hour. Liam would come home from work in the evening like and I'd barely have the house tidied up and the kids straightened and I was just struggling. And Liam, what were you thinking at that point? Um, I suppose I was um, man being a man not listening to the woman in the house <laughs> and just because we I mean, you, you obviously were out in the motor working I yourself. I self-employed plumber, so and I wouldn't help in the situation working all hours and long days. And Carol at home with the five children on her own, and um, just we were expecting more of Carol at the time, and we didn't really know what was going on. Hmm. And you, 
you're from Atea, right? Yeah. Atea originally. Yeah, and you're living in Broadford. Living in Broadford with 15 years. So, you went to the GP? I went to my local GP, a fantastic man. And initially, like, they were like, Carl, what's wrong with you? Come on, pull up your socks. Your blood is all clear. But then the October break of 22, I I had a huge row with Liam in the lead up to the week that the kids won't be off school. I said, Liam, come on. You'll have to take a few days off to help me. And I went to the cinema on the Wednesday and I couldn't come down the steps. I put my hand on the back of one of the chairs to aid me. And the new cinemas, of course, all fancy. The chair took off. And my then nine-year-old daughter caught me. Broke my fall, like nine years old. Uh, she had been minding me for a while. And then I went to the GP again that Friday. And the minute he saw me, he knew things were not right. Uh, uh, and what, what did he say to you? Uh, it's hard to remember yeah. directly. He sent me home and um, I have a sister who is living with MS. And I asked him straight out, have I MS? And he replied, I hope so. But I think we're dealing with a different animal here. Then uh, on the Monday, he admitted me to the hospital here in Limerick. And by the Tuesday, we knew. You knew? Yeah. That it was MND, modern neuron disease. They ran what they could. And the thing about it is, for this diagnosis, there is no one test. It's a process of elimination. And if you don't have a tumor and you don't have a growth in your brain and all these neurological things are happening to you, then it's modern neuron. Carol, did your world just stop when you were told? We snuck out of the hospital. I could be killed for saying this. But we went to a local pub that night and I drank a hot whiskey and we sat above in that pub. I'll always remember it. Looking at each other like... Like um, a moment that we were there but we weren't there. And look, as you can imagine... Everything went into a complete spiral. And the for us, the thing about it all is we were very normal people. Like, 
But we were always very grateful people. We often spoke at home like, how are we so lucky? We have two great jobs. We have the world of friends. And most importantly, we had five healthy children. We were so grateful for all of that. And then... And, and Liam, you know, your memories of that time and around the diagnosis? Oh, sure. Um, for Carol had known, obviously, with her body wasn't right. And but with me, when I was obviously taking on orders, it was like a light switch moment that weekend. And we just went into... Uh, just for the next five to six months, we were just... De- or utter devastation. Of course. But just family and friends were just so great at the time. Mm. What was your job? You were saying you had a great job. I'm a secondary school teacher in Desmond College in Newcastle West with the last 12 or 13 years. And you loved it? Oh, like I... I spent my whole life working with young people in both in the classroom and like I have coached how many kids between that and drum Robert on the field is where I love. That's my happy place is with kids coaching them and seeing them progress and the the kids that struggle when they finally are able to pick up the ball or they were my good moments and now it's like it, it was all taken away I had so much more to do How have you been getting on? How are you at the moment? Um Okay, um, I I suppose it wouldn't be like me to lie down. And every day I get up, it's a struggle. But I have so much to live for. My children are number one. And I have so much help. My friends, my sisters-in-law, my everyone. Like, I have a team around me and I swear I'm so fortunate for having them. I also have girls from West Limerick Independent Living uh, who come in a couple of times a day. And they had me and they had the kids and cooked the dinner and all those daily chores, which is a huge help. Um, like, I need 24-hour care now. I'm um, at risk of falling every time I get up even though I still try to walk as far as I can. Um, small things like eating, 
My hands, I am very limited use on my hands. They're really the worst affected so far. But look, um, on this journey, I have met people that have had MND for 20 years. I have met people that have had MND for a long time and died from other reasons. So my my way of looking at it is I could have got into a car and been killed in the morning, but I'm still here. And fair enough, I need help every minute of the day. But for me, once I'm here, I'm with Liam and I'm with the kids and the rest of our families. And I don't care what I have to put up with once I'm here with them. And and Liam, I mean, obviously your life and the children's lives have been completely changed by this as well. Oh, they, um, yeah, there's a lot. I'm a self-employed plumber and um, it's just a lot tougher now trying to get the kids out to school in the morning and trying to look after Carl. And, um, but it's just to thank this close circle of friends and family around us only for them they've just unbelievable and it's it's getting us through this as well and Carl why is it important for you to talk about this to come in and have a chat here this morning well I suppose initially in the minute the news broke locally our back door our, no one uses our front door only strangers And our back door has been off the hinges with help, with people calling with food, with clothes for the kids, with um, money. You have no idea. Like, when things go wrong, the people around you, and even people I never knew, have just been unbelievable and like it's very hard to be able to thank everyone so in one way where we eventually said okay lads we do need more financial help we were keeping them all at bay for the last 12 months and we told them when we were ready that we would then say, yeah, okay, now you can go and do whatever fundraising or whatever. But we had to get to a point where we were okay with it and where our children knew enough about what was happening with mom at home to go so public with it all. Yeah. So, so there's that aspect of the fundraising. The research goes on as well. Oh, that is a huge part of my life. Um, like, I nearly drove myself insane back in the earlier months. I suppose being a teacher and being inquisitive, I start... And, even outside of that, I would always be somebody who would think outside the box. 
there's always more than one way to skin a cat. So when someone like me is told there is no cure, there is nothing we can do. Sure, there is always something somewhere. You just have to figure it out for yourself. So I spent a lot of time looking at like alternative medicine and all these different things. And like, I'm not foolish. Like, I do understand in the medical world, there is no cure. But if I only get stuff like that will alleviate pain naturally or make me feel better for a week, in my eyes, it's worth doing because that's a week I feel good. And I can go and do stuff with the kids or with Liam or with my family and friends. So I suppose the looking at the outside the box is very important for me. And where does life does hope? Oh, massively. And if there is one thing that I have learned... When I got this news, I could have gone to bed and never again got up and I would be gone six months ago. But that's not my style. I will fight and fight till the day they do find something that will help me. Well, we're getting an enormous reaction. Um, People very inspired by you. Um, and uh, people asking us about the, the interview and some people come in in the middle of the interview and yes we will podcast it don't worry at live95.e with some video um, here as well um, and, and is there anything that you'd like to say before we finish? Um, I suppose look as you said where there's life there's hope and when we broke things down simply for our children We just explained to them that the electricity is gone from my muscles. And one of the kids turned around and said, Mom, all we have to do is get a plug for your ear. (laughs) So I suppose like every day is a school day for all of us. But there are doctors work so hard. All around the world. All over the world. Mm -hmm. And like, hopefully where today there is no official cure, you never know what tomorrow will bring. Well, look, there'll be people sending you all the most positive thoughts and prayers this morning, um, hearing your story. And we wish you very, very well, very well. Um, And we thank you very sincerely for coming in and talking to us. Thank Thank you. Thank you. uh, Thank you. Um, Carl Liston O'Connor there and, and also our husband Liam thank you for coming thank in you. as well uh, Liam and we'll certainly stay in touch thank you your views your news your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.